Hey, y'all. This is Miranda with the God Has This podcast, where we lean on God for understanding, direction, and encouragement. So my little girl had an incident at school. A couple of classmates decided to play a game where they pretended she was invisible. To the children playing, I'm sure it was a harmless game. It was fun and silly. But for her, it was deeply hurtful. She felt ignored and unimportant. During the game, she became so upset that she raised her voice, demanding them to stop. Her outburst earned her a reprimand that just added insult to injury. When my husband called to tell me about the incident, I did what mommy bears do. I got furious. I had an outburst I'm not particularly proud of. My instinct was to protect my baby, and my words were harsh. That night, as I prayed, I reminded her that she is loved so much by us and even more by Jesus. And in His kingdom, no one is invisible. As I've been rolling over this idea the past few weeks, I've also been observing. If no one is invisible, am I seeing the people I interact with daily? Or rather, just rushing through my to-do list? Do I make an effort to see their needs and unique circumstances? Or do I choose to look the other way when faced with difficult or awkward situations? Like most people, I live in a constant posture of productivity. This relentless state of rushing sometimes robs me of the connection I feel with others. Where God intended empathy, I've often chosen achievement instead. We've traded interaction for accomplishments and wonder why people feel disconnected and unseen. Heads down, to-do list in hand, we press on with our daily routines. I get it. I'm a doer. If we're not moving forward, we're backing up, and I am all about forward progress. But Jesus. Jesus was never too busy to notice the needs of others. And trust me, his mission was much greater than the daily tasks we think are important. Jesus showed great compassion and lavished kindness on the broken. Jesus certainly never looked the other way because the view was messy or made him uncomfortable. Even in the most uncomfortable situations, he was kind and steadfast in his love. In John 5, Jesus recognizes the discouragement of a paralyzed man. This man had been waiting 38 years for a healing while people just passed him by, too involved in their daily lives to do much more than throw him a few coins. With one phrase, he instructs the man to pick up his mat and walk into healing. In John 8, a woman is dragged and thrown at Jesus' feet. Accused of adultery and condemned to death by stoning, he tenderly bends down, recognized her worth, and disassembled an angry mob with just his words. In Luke 7, we see a grieving widow following the funeral procession of her only son. Seeing her shoulders slumped over with sorrow, he comforts her, saying, Do not weep, and raises her son from the dead. In Luke 13, Jesus notices a crippled posture of a woman, unable to stand for 18 years, and heals her with just one touch. These people were insignificant to some, but never invisible to Jesus. He stopped and stooped and saved. The most vulnerable were recognized and restored. So I asked God to show me, show me the unseen people in my path. And per his usual, he answered. After a run, my husband stopped at our neighbor's. 
My neighbor's wife, a lady I chat with in the yard and exchange friendly text messages with, passed away a few months ago, and we had no idea. He's grieving alone right next door. A co-worker I've had little interaction with shared that his wife took a nasty fall and broke her arm. She's had multiple other health concerns and needs almost constant care and supervision. He shared, and we prayed. Even in my own home, I'm finding places to pause for prayer, practice patience, and process my own emotions. My favorite Beatles song is a tune named Eleanor Rigby. I remember my mom playing it as a child. Immediately, I gravitated towards this story about this seemingly invisible woman named Eleanor Rigby who worked in a church. And the song says, died alone with her name and nobody came. The chorus asks, all the lonely people, where do they all come from? All the lonely people, where do they all belong? Jesus is showing me that they belong in our prayers, in our lives, and even at our tables. Lord Jesus, help me see. Help me understand. Help me do something about it. Today's scripture references are found in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please click the subscribe button and give us a rating. Remember, sharing this podcast is a great way to encourage a friend.